0: Welcome to Can I Kick It? This is a podcast about film festivals. My name is Jesse Weber and I'm joined by
1: Andy Germuga. R.I.P. Grab Bag Stand Colin Ashley.
2: <laughs> Emilio Diaz.
0: The bag lives on. Alright, uh, let's... Uh, we're, the grab bag is back. Uh, I think we just got The fans go right it.
3: <laughs> I got it right there. Yeah. Are we just going to get right to it? No yeah. preamble? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're I mean, grab yeah. bag. It, it's a big week in uh, festival news, and we're grab bagging it. Grab to the
2: bag, Andy.
3: The bag has been grabbed. All right. First off.
4: <laughs>
3: no. Uh, uh, can I kick its format changes? <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah. Great. So, uh... <laughs>
0: What I mean the big starting in July we're gonna have a news segment every week, uh and that will Would, yeah. Which will replace. probably be branded with the grab bag. Just for yes for people who are sad about it. Yeah, which is <laughs> hence the RIP grab bag is that uh things that might go into grab bags will just be done on a weekly basis. Uh sometimes it will be just recorded as part of the rest of the show uh sometimes uh we might record it later if we're recording episodes ahead so that the news is actually current uh yeah and you know if we there's a big week of news it might be grab bag heavy with like a little topic at the end but uh yeah, so it's a grab bag yeah. as a full episode. This is it.
3: Yes, for in all likelihood, yes. Uh, you know, we're just trying to bring a little more structure to things to help us get a little more on our game, be 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 better at, at doing this podcasting thing that people listen to us doing. And, uh, yeah. and yeah, we'll see
2: how that the goes. The only the only other format change is that from now on the podcast will be good. Wow, yeah. <laughs> we're
0: going from an A to an A plus podcast. Yeah, that's right. All for your benefit, listeners. Anything else? Um, the hand's
3: reaching in. Last call. If say anything else about our format changes. All right. AFI Docs. Great. Hey. <laughs> so um, we talked about this a little bit last year in the uh, first, very first grab bag right. of, uh, of Tidbits was uh, an episode where I had like Cullen is being extremely sorry. rude right now and showily checking his phone while I talk about AFI Docs. Sorry, sorry, uh, sorry. <laughs> um, uh, in the very first grab bag, I talked about my uh, what, what I saw at AFI Docs last year. Uh, they are doing, uh, this year, they're doing mostly virtual. They're doing a few in-person screenings. So I once again have the opportunity to be able to cover it from home, which I'm very excited about. So I will be uh, seeing some things this year. Uh they've got some some cool sounding stuff. They've got a couple of things that I saw at uh Sundance. Um Try Harder I saw there Summer of Soul I have seen already. Um uh strong recommend on Summer of Soul. Um there's a few things that I missed at Sundance that they're showing that I'm going to uh, try and check out. There's this one movie that's like about like rebel nuns that I'm really interested in checking out called Rebel Hearts. Um, that uh I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be looking into because that'll probably be high on my list um uh Pigeon I believe that Symphony played Hunter Sundance things. yes that's why yeah I, I missed it at Sundance so I'm gonna get a chance to catch it up here um uh yeah and they've got yeah they've got a lot of a lot of cool stuff um their big ones are their um the opening night film uh, is um uh, Naomi Osaka which is gonna be super relevant i imagine it's a garrett bradley mm-hmm. film the director of uh time last year's um high profile documentary about uh one family and uh incar- mass incarceration and, and and that sort of stuff uh this is you know about the tennis player um uh very interested in that one uh they're showing uh morgan neville's new movie about anthony bourdain entitled roadrunner i believe a uh, trailer for that just came out within the last week or so Um, uh, certainly could be interesting and then their their closing night movie is called Cusp directed by Parker Hill and Isabel Bethencourt Uh, and it's a coming of age documentary of three teenage girls over one life changing summer in their small Texas town um, as they move on to adulthood Um, you know a lot of other interesting stuff that I'm looking at here. Uh, I, I have not yet figured out exactly what I'm going to be seeing when. They just released the schedule today as we record this. But um, I'll definitely be seeing at least a couple things every day. Um, they've got some series again. Their they're, they're like, um, legacy stuff includes uh, Steve James's follow-up to Hoop Dreams called Stevie, which might be something interesting to check out since I, I saw... Um, City so real there last year and that was like one of my favorite things I saw all of last year, period. Um Yeah, just uh excited to to cover that uh this year and uh we'll be bringing more to you probably in a newsy grab bag segment at the top of an episode uh soon. So that's coming up. And uh and if you're interested in seeing any of them, I believe uh like passes are available and I think there's ways to get individual tickets, so Uh, definitely worth checking out if you're into documentaries and want to check out some stuff. Like, like if you want to see Summer of Soul before it comes out, uh, on, 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 I believe Hulu, uh, later this summer, like, I, I, I definitely recommend it if it's something you're interested in.
0: They're doing in-person stuff too, right? Yep. If you live in the DC area, there are, uh, from the 23rd to the 27th, there are four to five films playing per day, uh. Perhaps I will even attend one of them. Great! Yep. Back into the grab bag
1: we go. Whoa! Okay. Uh, Is that too much? You're really milking the last grab bag, eh? I yeah. I mean. Uh no, Colin recites an SNL slash YouTube <laughs> sketch he saw recently. This is nothing. I I said this as a joke when we were planning this episode. Now I'm being forced. You can do uh, a short one. That's fine. Well, now I have to try and think of something I saw recently. Um, this is all gonna get cut out. Um, an SNL sketch that I've seen recently, or
3: YouTube sketch. Just a YouTube. I don't like sketch. YouTube sketches though. <laughs> like, what are you uh, talking about Andy?
1: um. You can't, yeah, YouTube sketch, like, isn't a thing, really.
0: Um they recite a smile? I mean, if you wanted to <laughs> yeah. recite, like,
3: like, a TikTok or something, I think that would pass the muster.
2: Just no. describe a YouTube short, Colin. <laughs> no,
1: years. I can't get into that now. <laughs> uh, how long is it actually goes? Um, the, you just have uh, to describe one. I know. Them. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we'll there's the SNL sketch. This, the, so. they, they do a Black Friday commercial, and Bobby Moynihan is like announcing everything and there's like a a bunch of great specifics (laughs) like uh you know uh there's too many the the biggest thing that's going to get in everyone's way is boxes so we're providing (laughs) all customers with free box cutters You know, it's like a 93 year old actor. This is an older one. 93 year old actor Kirk Douglas uh, is somewhere in the store, and the first three people to find him and touch him win a prize. Uh, And the picture they use of Kirk Douglas, he's like melting in it. It's pretty funny. Um, Yeah, a classic one. Yeah.
3: God. Bobby Moynihan. What a guy. Yeah, glad we did this. Let Bobby host. For sure. For sure. Next, well, yeah, when the mayor season 2 premieres get him on there Okay, so now for some real meat in this episode uh, we're going to be talking a lot about the various facets of the can lineup uh, uh, first up uh, the first category we're talking about is uh, can premieres wow. oh boy. Can the uh, fake section that they made up uh, yes Jesse has a conspiracy theory about this one I believe. yeah
0: I think that they made this section up to be slightly obnoxious uh, and just, like, take movies that could have easily premiered at Venice or Locarno or Directors' Fortnite and just be like, now, gimme, we're gonna have them all in the official selection. Uh, cause, yeah, like, some of them were probably, like, on the edge of being in, uh, competition, like the Hong Sang-Soo or the Arnaud de Plachin or the Eva Husson. Uh, Andrea Arnold is a documentary, uh, cow that probably was never gonna be in, uh, um, competition, but who knows? That one apparently
3: uh, has a press still that's just a picture of a cow. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking at it right now. I'll tweet it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, uh, Matthew yeah. Amalric has been in Uncertain Regard a lot. Um yeah. New hong, always exciting. Yes. Uh there's a Mundrusco that I think is maybe a documentary. The um this is the hong that's co written by uh Kim Minhee, right? I believe so.
1: Yeah. That's, and the good. one
0: that like she is involved with as a like not as an actor yes, yeah. but uh Yeah, behind the scenes.
1: That'll be good. Um
0: Yeah. Excited
1: you know, he only did one last year yeah we're this is to already two, two this up, year this, this one yeah because well, introduction was berlin and now this one in front of your face yeah. is what it's called
3: you think he can do a hat trick make three Maybe. no
1: he could i bet but i don't think he will
0: hmm. All right. uh the eva Husson, she was in competition with her last film uh Girls of the Sun, which wasn't supposed to be especially good. Uh, this one is her English language debut with uh, Olivia Coleman and Colin Firth as uh, Mrs. Niven and Mr. Niven. Uh, Josh O'Connor's in it, who I feel like is a guy.
1: He's in. Yeah, he's like in a bunch of stuff nowadays.
0: Yeah. I doubt it'll be very good, but
1: <laughs> great
3: um anything else about the can premieres
0: uh i guess i yeah i guess, I, I, right yeah, I guess
3: maybe we should just like cans really big this year like they have yeah. a lot more movies than usual which is perhaps part of the, another reason besides jesse's
0: conspiracy about why they have another section um right uh and- i mean yeah like for had like a kind of convoluted explanation about it where he was like uh People like seeing movies in this particular theater. So we're going to have a section where all the movies will be in this particular theater. Like, okay. Uh, no one knows what you're talking about, yeah. Guy. Sure. Ken's
2: so can, can premiere designed to give returning cans art tours a safe place to screen new work outside of the competition.
0: It's yeah. It is okay. described as. So sure, safe. Guy.
1: Sure. Um, T-R-E.
3: Yeah. And I guess that does lead to the question, like, how much will, like, cr- critics, atten- critical attention be divided? And, like, will it, will, will, will all this stuff get, like, covered to the extent that they're usually, all, everything it can not usually able to get covered? Um, I guess we'll find out. Anything else before I, I'm reaching in? Oh, boy. The one I've really been waiting for. Jesse's special surprise. Wow.
0: Wow. All right. So this is my report on uh, the screening of Spirit Untamed that I attended uh, last Friday. What? Of course, we talked about uh, Spirit Stallion of the Simron on our... Uh, 2000s Can 2000s Can Blockbusters episode. Uh, this is a... So, that came out in, like, 2002. In, like, 2017, all of a sudden, Netflix had a TV show that was based on it, uh, about this little girl named Lucky Prescott, who, uh, befriends Spirit. Uh, Spirit doesn't talk anymore. I mean, he never talked, but he also doesn't have a internal Matt monologue. damon's no longer
3: uh yeah, Matt expressing his thoughts. not
0: involved anymore uh but you've got some real ringers in this cast uh jake gyllenhaal as lucky's father julianne moore as her aunt uh walton goggins plays the villain uh but yeah so uh yeah so i sat down and uh saw a series of trailers uh reports on those i took notes in my phone uh paw patrol looks abominable i can't believe a real person was willing to write these jokes uh jungle cruise bad uh peter rabbit so so bad uh in the heights annoying wow Uh, then yeah Then I think there was Like, the best one. trailer that's
3: ever been made. Annoying <laughs> what you have to say about it. I guess.
0: And then, <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was a fourth trailer. I was writing these notes out during the fifth trailer, and I already couldn't remember what the fourth trailer had been. And then I looked at all of the movies that were coming out, which maybe makes me think that I just imagined that there was another trailer. Uh, but then the final trailer... Uh, boss baby uh i hate the premise uh too complicated just just have the boss baby be back you don't need to have him be an adult and then he goes back to being a baby uh and then uh there's uh, yeah so at this point i'm thinking like oh no these trailers have all been so bad what have i gotten myself into uh wait
3: did i miss like why you decided to go see this movie is that cut forthcoming
0: or is it just because i thought that we someone needed to uh update us on the uh the spirit verse now that there's another theatrical film oh great right. okay yeah you, you that... haven't watched any of the netflix series though no okay mm-hmm. With yeah oh, Andy. i think my impression is that this is probably just like uh I don't know if the Netflix series like starts there, or if this is maybe even like a prequel. I don't know. Uh, my
3: understanding is, I think it's like a separate continuity. Like it a creates totally continuity. Totally separate issues. continuity.
0: Okay. So how was the movie? Well, yeah. So as I was saying, I was thinking, like, God, what have I gotten myself into? These trailers are just so noxious. Uh, blockbuster cinema is a scourge. Uh, and then I took out my phone. Uh, to take one more note, which was, uh, it starts with, like, a little, uh, uh, flashback, uh, where baby Lucky is on her father's lap watching her mother, uh, perform at a rodeo, uh, and I wrote in my note, Lucky is eating a huge bowl of strawberries, because I thought I might forget that, uh, turns out it's a big plot point, uh, uh but yeah uh and then yeah we cut forward to uh her mother died in like a horse accident that isn't really discussed uh she's living with her grandfather and her aunt and yeah basically the movie's just like really charming i think it's really good wow uh, yeah it's it's a huge improvement on the original uh it's yeah, I mean, it's just, like, she she moves back to live with her father, who's, like, kind of overprotective, doesn't want her to be near horses. She makes friends with some of the other girls in town. Uh, she meets Spirit. Uh, Walton Goggins first tries to steal Spirit, then tries to steal Spirit's family. So her and her friends go with Spirit to... Uh, rescue his family from Walton Goggins, uh, but, yeah, it just, like, the way, I guess the way I feel about it is, like, I was reading a review where, like, uh, uh, this is Beatrice Loise's, uh, review in the New York Times, uh, the only, like, recognizable critic who has reviewed it, uh, and I thought she was kind of mean to it, but, uh, yeah, she was kind of, like, the original movie... It was like one of the last hand drawn animation movies, so it kind of was like in opposition to like the two sort of movements of animation, which is like the Shrekification and like the Pixarification. And so like the original was like kind of a, a rebuff to those, but like it just kind of sucks. Uh, and this one, I think, like manages to be neither of those things, uh, both of which are annoying things uh and it's just like kind of like a sweet like movie about uh a girl and a horse uh who are friends it's like there's a a fleet foxes song uh yeah it's just like a nice little movie uh it like it like it gets There's, like, a couple... There's never, like, the, like, Shrek thing of, like, there's a bunch of jokes that are just for adults. There are, like... It gets a little bit too goofy sometimes. Like, one of her friends has a little brother who has a little tiny donkey named Senor Carrots, who I probably could have done without. Uh, Colin's on board now. But, yeah. uh, The... The Strawberries has a great payoff where when she gets, uh, back to, uh, when she, she gets kicked out of her grandfather's house because he's running for governor and, uh, she lets a squirrel into the house, uh, as he's gonna do his campaign kickoff and, uh, makes a fool of him. So they get kicked out and she has to go back and live with her father, uh, who... And so she gets back, and he's, like, kind of... Jake Gyllenhaal's, like, doing a pretty good job. Like, he's kind of doing a voice, but not really. But his main thing is just, like, he's kind of awkward. He's not used to being a dad because he kind of didn't think he could do it without his wife. Uh, But, yeah, like, he clearly loves her. But when she gets back uh, and goes up to see her room it's entirely decorated with strawberries and she's like what's up with all the strawberries and he's like you love strawberries they're your favorite uh that's a good bit uh and yeah i think like the the message is pretty nice like at the end when uh her father uh reunites with her they all kind of team up to uh defeat Walton Goggins, Julianne Moore hits him over the head with an oar, uh, um, but yeah, like, she's like, uh, I'm really sorry for running away, uh, I'm sure you're really mad at me, and he's just like, no, I'm happy that you're okay, and I realize that, uh, I was being overprotective, and that may have led to this, please don't do it again, but, like, I understand, and, uh, yeah, it's just really nice.
1: Uh, so I hesitate to give this segment any more time, but you, this was originally going to be mailed into Andy. What were you going to mail, Andy? <laughs> oh, I was just
0: gonna, I was just gonna mail it's just the, the title segment. Spirit, right? Yeah, maybe, I was yeah. just gonna mail him the segment title, which would have been like Jesse's Spirit Untamed report.
1: Okay. Well, look, <laughs> 88 minutes. Maybe I'll see it if it gets not. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Go see it. It's well, a
0: good like time at the theater. Yeah. Um, back yeah, to the I, Andy. yeah Great. I I didn't look up the box office I doubt sure. it's making that much money so hurry I'm up I'm sure it's doing it. alright right. um, yeah I mean there were I, I wanted to see it at like 4pm on a Friday there were some kids there sure
3: certainly this movie never came anywhere close to playing a festival I will say right no yeah
0: okay but it's related <laughs> I feel like to, that's been an issue in the past but okay we'll, we'll move on it's related to a film that we talked about sure all right uh this is
3: the grab bag is really messing with us today uh predictions okay right. <laughs> Great. So This is the which favorite, my now. hope was that it would have been after we discussed the main slate <laughs> so that yeah. i could have some idea and of what i said
0: thought. yeah i said are you sure we don't want to put it at the end and you said no it's what a, a way to send bag. the grab bag it out comes out when it comes out yeah uh, so yeah we're gonna predict what will win the palm d'Or. and then later we will provide you with context of what these films are yeah, yeah. right now we're just gonna say a title and a director yeah. I think I have to go last because I don't want anyone stealing my answer. Okay.
1: Uh, I'll go first. I have a sort of weird pick. Um, I feel like all my predictions are usually just people I like. And, like, I think I predicted Hong both times for our Berlin predictions. I think for when we did our can predictions last year before everything happened, um, I think I said Benedetta. Um, but I'm going just for the wild card uh I, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this correctly uh nitram 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 the Justin Kurtzel movie great uh who's next
2: Andy's next
1: all right uh I will say
3: um a hero the Farhadi movie
2: so Jesse's going last yes
3: yeah, so it's your
1: last? turn Amelia. <laughs> That's interesting.
3: Emilio has done a bunch of research about these movies, so he's... <laughs> so
1: he's probably going to get it right. He's Yes, he's he's
3: thoughtfully considering his notes, dear listeners.
2: I'm going to go with the story of my wife, the Iliko and Yeti movie.
0: Yeah, uh, and yet I would actually say those are all pretty good guesses. Uh, I thought about going with... Uh, Farhadi, I will go with uh, another recent Golden Bear winner, I think like both Farhadi and Yeddy, Nadav Lapid uh, with Ahed's knee.
1: Yeah. Alright, back to the bag, baby. Those are our predictions.
0: (laughs) What do we think about
3: the potential for those movies and Spike Lee's jury? We'll we'll talk about them a little more later. (laughs) We don't know who's
0: on the jury yet. That'll be in a future news segment.
3: Uh, the funny thing that happened during the press conference.
0: No, it's funny things that happened. Oh, funny things. things things I mean, this was added
3: during the episode. All I wrote down was press conference because I didn't want to write everything down. So I'm sorry for... Okay. Well, there are
0: three funny things that happened during the press conference. Uh, (laughs) first, uh, Thierry Frameau, as he's announcing Bergman Island, uh forgets Vicky Creeps' name. He's like, ah, that actress, uh, she's, uh, someone, someone tell me, someone, t- Oh yeah, Vicky Creeps, that's right. Uh, and I was like, wow, what a goofball. Uh, no one's gonna beat this. And then during the question and answer session, uh, two things happen that are even funnier. Uh, I think the first thing that happens is, uh, he is handed an index card, and he reads the index card, and then says, "Oh yes, uh, Sean Penn is also in competition with his film Flag Day." Uh, he had yeah, uh, he had to be reminded of the uh, dumb thing. Right. And like the did. on
3: everyone online was like, "Oh, they snubbed Sean Penn. Like
0: we thought he might be yes. in this year, right?" Uh-huh. And so yeah. That- uh huh. Uh, and then the next thing that happens is, uh, this guy, uh, is like, I got a question, I got a question, uh, you said that, uh, Woody Allen would always be welcome in Cannes, uh, has that stance changed, where is his new movie? And Fermil goes, what are you talking about? Uh, We didn't see a new Woody Allen movie, I, I don't, I don't know what you mean. There is no, no no new Woody Allen movie. And then the guy goes, no, what are you talking about? Rifkin's Festival! Rifkin's Festival! Where's Rifkin's Festival? And everyone's like, Rifkin's Festival? That premiered last year at San Sebastian. Uh, and yeah, this guy looked like a real boob. He wanted to know where Rifkin's Festival was. Uh, these are the things that you get to see if you wake up at 5 in the morning. <laughs> to see... And they are, uh, not only are they, uh, is there live English translation, uh, it is done by the father of, uh, Re- director Rebecca Zlatowski. Great. Open up the door. Yeah. What's this? Ripkins festival.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> Sean Penn's check cleared. <laughs> we're
3: staying on jesse jesse gives a little bit of advice
1: oh my god
0: <laughs> okay yeah this, this is, is gonna be our on... longest episode ever <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> keyword little here i think yeah
0: it's just a little bit of advice uh this is based on an interaction i had on uh twitter uh earlier this week or maybe the end of last week where uh past guest uh Jack Reed tweeted something like, wow, TIFF is going to be really happening this year. And I was like, eh, maybe not. I've heard TIFF is going to be both this year and maybe even just, like, going forward closer to last year's festival than you would think. Like, this one especially, it sounds like it's still going to be, like, mostly virtual, But just, like, in general, it sounds like, and I could be wrong about this, this is just, like, stuff I've heard through the grapevine, is, like, TIFF has become more interested in getting premieres and less interested in, like, showing all of the stuff that has, like, been at festivals throughout the year. And, like, you could kind of see that last year when, like, they didn't really have any Berlin movies which one would imagine they probably could have had given that almost all of them were at New York Film Festival uh so yeah uh in terms of what my advice is I would say if you want to go to a festival this fall I mean like your regional festivals might be a good plan but like if you want to go to a big one like think about probably plan on new york over toronto uh even if travel restrictions are a non-issue i would say and like obviously there's telluride i think telluride is going to be big too but like i don't think our listeners are going to Telluride. all right this is not a podcast for the bourgeoisie hmm
1: <laughs> It's just a podcast about film festivals. Uh, yes. yeah. Like
0: Can, the one for the people. The most mm-hmm. accessible
1: artistic
3: experience in the world. That's Sundance. Can. Uh,
0: I mean, Telluride is uh, less accessible than any of these festivals that you're naming. Uh, director's Fortnite. Okay, yeah, great. Uh, <laughs> that was announced just this morning as we're recording. Uh, this is one of the uh, autonomous sections that is uh not uh run by the Cannes Film Festival but happens concurrently uh and yeah there's some there's some big names in here uh probably the biggest one we've got uh the souvenir part 2 uh, of course Joanna Hogg's film uh she has, I think I mentioned uh, in a previous episode that she actually has two movies ready. She made a pandemic ghost movie with Tilda Swinton, uh, and there was some thought that both of these movies might be at can, that one of them might even be in competition, but so far, we just have The Souvenir Part 2. Uh, and they're also and p- then, showing... the. Souvenir Part 1, right? Yeah, there's, like, a special screening of the Souvenir Part 1. And, yeah, other, like, recognizable name directors, uh, Jonas Carpignano, who I think has been in both directors Fortnite and Critics Week, as I recall. Both of his movies, uh, maybe he's even made more than two, but his two movies that have played Cannes have, like, gotten good reviews but not quite good enough to compel me to see them but like he seems like someone who like could always like break out in a slightly bigger way uh Cleo Barnard who uh her kind of most famous movie probably is uh The Arbor which is like a weird little uh like hybrid documentary like yeah it's a hybrid documentary but then it's also based off of a play yeah it's uh, really it's really a really odd one yeah uh and yeah she's made several movies since then that haven't made as much of an impact uh this new one is called Ali and ava um there's a, a french film that's uh, like a documentary triptych and uh two of the segments are directed by pietro marcello and alice roerbacher that's called futura Uh, Jafar Panahi's son, Pana Panahi, uh, has directed a film called Hit the Road. Um, and then there's, uh, a film that there's not many details on, but it sounds like is, is, like, kind of a fiction documentary hybrid, uh, called The Tsugua Diaries, uh, co-directed by... Uh, Miguel Gomes of Arabian Nights and Taboo, and uh, Maureen Fazendero, who I think has worked uh, with him to various extents. Like, I think he has a movie that he's still. It sounds like he has a couple of uh, just like regular fiction features uh, in The Hopper, and at least one of them she's a co writer on. Uh, she's like worked in casting on uh, maybe Arabian Nights and I think I think she's also done her own films I think she's worked as a documentarian uh yeah there's like some recognizable names in the short section there's something co-directed by Lois Petino and Matias Pinheiro and then there's a uh, Peter Cherkowski film uh but yeah that's. Did anything else from director's Fortnite stick out to anyone? Um. Oh, Redu Moon.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say one of the Redus has a movie.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, of course, Redu Jude. The other, uh, Redou won the Golden Bear, uh, at Berlin uh, earlier this year. But yeah, I've heard this is pretty good. Uh, this new movie of his. He's, maybe the. Slightly uh, lower profile of the two Redoos. Oh, and then uh, Emmanuel Carrere, uh, Between Two Worlds, uh, that film stars uh, Juliette Binoche. Right.
1: Cool. I think back
0: to the back. Yeah. I feel like the rest of the episode is just going to be a bunch of different can
3: There is, I think, like one other thing. All right. it's not a can lineup
1: yeah i'm gonna
3: and describe is... another
1: snl sketch <laughs> <laughs>
3: i can put it back in no uh and it is in fact it's the one i just pulled out uh which is uh sicky summer preview what right are, what, what oh, movie yeah. what, what are we talking about this summer folks
0: uh what do we have coming up this summer we've uh, got a
1: lot of
3: fun episodes we're yeah doing we got that. some
0: fun stuff in the hopper i think is we're doing is a
1: we're doing a sofia coppola episode as part of our 2006 yeah, uh bringing
0: back a couple of old friends yeah.
1: so we'll be talking about and, marie antoinette and some of her other movies um, um
3: specifically
1: yeah. if you want to prep for them we should yeah. say what they are her other two uh can movies that played at can because we, we already talked about the beguiled on our nicole kidman episode so we've got uh virgin suicides and Bling Ring, the Bling Ring. going with. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, interestingly, uh, Virgin Suicides was in uh, director's Fortnite, right. and then Bling Ring opened on certain regard. Correct. We'll get yeah, into yeah. that more later. Uh,
1: uh, we've got an episode. We're doing a Nicole of Center episode. I'm yes, uh, very excited about that. Uh, one Talking about her her movies that played Tiff. Um, she's if in our, she's, uh, Yeah, go ahead. Lovely and
3: amazing, enough said, and uh, Land of Steady Habits, for most recent features. Yes. Um, mm-hmm.
1: And then I think um, the big, big news is uh, we're doing another canned blockbusters. We're doing the 90s this time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. uh, probably about as far back as we can go,
0: folks. So yeah, <laughs> so, we uh, haven't uh, done that. Uh... Uh, uh real look into the eighties but uh if you look at the nineties like uh, by the beginning of the nineties the pickings are getting slimmer already
1: yeah we'll we'll post a list you know because uh, mm-hmm. that's a l- that's like a you know a good a grip of movies to watch if you want to yeah. watch along um we should have a very fun guest <laughs> mm-hmm. um uh very exciting uh, stuff'm trying to think if there's any other big summer episodes uh there's stuff that's in the works.
0: Yeah, there's stuff that's in the works that has, like, we have not clarified exactly what movies we're going to be talking about, yeah. but, uh... Look, yeah, some, I'd say, you know... Maybe some discussion of, uh, Be Gone at some point. Yeah, uh, right. Um,
3: we, we do know, uh, of the movies that, like, are playing things that we know are coming out, so we know Annette's coming out in August, so right. we're, like, on we'll our own prepping episode. for that and talking about
0: that, yeah.
1: yeah. Probably, um... You know, No Sudden Move, and... Uh, yeah, we'll
0: probably come up with... Playing... Uh, playing Tribeca, Tribeca yes. Then, but then coming out on uh, HBO Max. Uh, and July F9, first.
1: the new Fast and Furious movie, is playing can late. <laughs>
0: like, well, we haven't gotten to that part of the lineup yet. Well, so,
1: yes, but... In the works. We'll I think that's it. Yeah. big big moves happening this summer yeah. and of course everyone's favorite
3: recording segment news as mentioned earlier. yep news yet hmm? uncertain
0: regard great wow. uh so this is uh we're back to the uh the can proper the official selection that was announced by Thierry Fremaux last Thursday uh where there's uncertain regard yeah. uh yeah i mean the certainly i would say the uh the big ticket item here is uh after yang the new uh koganada film with uh yes. colin farrell Haley lou richardson I feel like there's a couple other people in there yeah yeah
3: I'm yeah, I'm excited for it. I just saw Columbus. Uh, mm. It was like Sundances like here you can test out our right. uh, our streaming stuff uh, movie. So I watched it for the first time with that, and I really, really liked it. so I'm excited for that one.
0: Yeah, I mean, i I feel like I've maybe even talked about this before that I listened to the uh, the short story that it's based on. and the short story it is based on is like fine, but also like the short story is called yang and this is after yang it clearly he is uh kind of adding on to the story a little bit and i'm sure he will do interesting things with that
1: Uh
0: yeah uh but yeah we've also got uh um the innocence uh a skill vote who has co-written a lot of films with uh Joaquin Trier, who we might mention later, uh, um, Alexi German Jr., who has, uh, had one or two movies, uh, the son of, uh, Alexi German, uh, director of, uh, Cristal You of My Car and, uh, Hard to Be a God, uh, this is a movie about, uh, the, uh, about house arrests in Russia, also perhaps, will relevant later. Uh, yeah, uh, Justin Chan, who I think has had several movies of Sundance, uh, has a movie called Blue Bayou that stars himself and uh, Alicia Vikander and then uh, there's a movie called Women Do Cry, directed by Mina Mileva and Vasela Kazakova, the directors of the film uh The Cat in the Wall, which played at uh fake South by Southwest and I saw it and is not very good. Right. Yeah. I think that's uncertain regard. Yeah. Some high legs. Send
3: our regards to an uncertain regard. Put that out, Cullen. Out of competition slash special screenings. Yeah,
0: plus there's also one midnight screening, I believe. Uh, the midnight screening is a film called Bloody Oranges. Uh, Sounds bloody. But yeah, in in uh, in out in the uh, out of competition, under that header, we've got uh, the new film from Emmanuel Berko, which from what I've heard was like in competition up until like the last second and then they were like ah oh, actually out of competition um, who knows why that happened uh, we've got uh, one of my more anticipated films of the festival uh, Todd Haynes's uh, Velvet Underground documentary we've got uh, one of my least anticipated films of the festival uh, Tom McCarthy's Stillwater which just sounds really stupid. Uh, Yeah,
1: there's a trailer out for it. It looks like a real movie. (laughs) uh, It might be good. I'm not really sold on it, like, but I don't know. I mean, it it could go either way. Like, I think Spotlight is pretty solid.
0: Um, Yeah, Tom McCarthy just feels like the director who I am least interested to see what he could do with Matt Damon in the world. Um. And then, yeah, this is where, uh, The Fast and the Furious 9 is playing, uh, even though it will, it's been out for, like, three weeks in China, it will have been out for a couple of weeks in the United States by the time it plays, And it will be, like, a week from release in France. Right, it will (laughs) be out in France by uh, the end of the festival. Uh, It's just like, oh, yeah, we're going to show a movie on the beach and, like, the tourists can come see it. But this
1: is the planetary Uh, blockbuster,
0: right? Right, this This is is the the thing, is that, like, yeah, Fermo was really hyping it up, and everyone
3: was like, oh, it must be, like, a fall premiere, a premiere of something in the fall. I
0: even thought that he said it was going to be a fall premiere, but I guess he was either lying or he didn't say that or he doesn't remember
3: else. what the fall
0: is or something
3: i don't yeah. know yeah yeah right we were like oh it's gonna be space jam oh it's gonna be and then the when suicide he, squad well yeah. when
0: he said fall then i or when i thought he said fall i was like oh i'll bet it's top gun because that was heavily rumored to be there last year before everything fell apart uh but, but yeah. nope it's fast and furious nine
1: Which is really cool and really fun.
0: It's really anticlimactic as a choice. Nine. Uh, yeah. I was so excited when I saw the news. I wish that had been one of the trailers, uh, that had played before Spirit Untamed, so I could have also said annoying. Yeah, uh, and then, yeah, we've also got, uh the special screenings, which I guess are great. Wait,
2: we're going to jump over Aline, the voice of love. We're not going to talk about that at all.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. That's the, uh, the, the fake, uh, Celine Dion movie. Oh, yeah. of course we have to Written, talk about starring this. <laughs> and directed
1: by, uh, Valerie Lemercier.
3: Yes. Uh, this is the one that set, uh, certain corners of Twitter, uh, all ablaze as soon as it was announced they have a trailer already um it's, it's real a real trailer too it's a real trailer it's a the film is billing itself as a fiction freely inspired by the life of celine Dion, which is just a perfect way of describing any movie yeah as
2: and a, it just seems like we made a movie about celine dion with her music and we don't want her to sue us or something so we're not gonna i call
1: mean it. But they have the yeah. music. <laughs> but it's yeah. yeah,
0: like usually she has to have signed off those... at some
3: point, I think. Right, like, when they, they make, have all make those
0: movies, like the Jimi Hendrix movie, like that, it has songs that he played because he played a bunch of covers, but it doesn't have any Jimi Hendrix music. Yeah. yeah. But they um, use his name. It's like, like the opposite. It's like right, yeah. they have all the songs but she's Aline.
1: Right. Aline yeah, Sion. Yeah. And like has the same like relationship with an
3: older guy that yeah, Aline has had. Right. Wasn't. Yeah, I think right. yeah. that is it's what like, I that's what uh, I'm assuming
2: uh, where it's like it maybe gets into some details of her life that maybe some distance is required for them to depict
0: without I don't know. That is what I am assuming. Mm hmm. Maybe. Sure. Maybe they're using uh, the name that, uh, she, the fake name that she uses on Facebook so that people can't search for her. Right. Maybe. I mean, I guess this is closer to, like, Primary Colors, which we'll be talking about on uh, Can Blockbusters. Which, what uh, a fucking piece of shit yeah. movie. Yeah. Excited I have to, to rewatch it. it. I have to finish it still. Uh, it's not going to hold up, Andy. <laughs> no, me. I mean, look, for Andy, I'm sure he'll love it. No. Uh, um, we'll see. Yeah. Andy's uh, going to be like, there's some know. fun stuff, but, like, this doesn't hold up. We'll see. All right, let's 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 move on. Um, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, nothing
3: more to say about Aline other than uh, watch it's probably going to be bad. But, uh, yeah. you know, seems fun.
0: And then, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, uh, special screenings. screenings. We've got this uh, neon uh, anthology film about the pandemic with segments from A Pichet Pongriest Ethical, David Lowry, Jafar Panahi, Laura Poitras, Domingue Sotomayor, Anthony Chen, and Malik Vithal, The Year of the Everlasting Storm. Yeah. Uh, there's uh Sergei Loznitsa film. I, he's been in competition before with uh, narrati- at least one narrative feature, but this, I think, is a documentary. Uh, Oliver Stone's JFK Revisited, colon, Through the Looking Glass, which is a documentary. Uh, get hyped for that. Yes. Ooh, ooh, uh, ooh, ooh, it's ooh. like...
3: Did they say that it's very long, or is
0: everyone just assuming that I it's I believe very it's long? four hours long. Right. That's so That's funny. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Jane Parr Charlotte, which is a Charlotte Gainsbourg film. Uh, I think she's maybe directed shorts before, but this might be her first feature, uh, which is a, a documentary about her mother. Uh, a Karim Ainu's film, who's a. Brazilian filmmaker, who, like, I feel like has, like, a few big fans, uh, and, like, based on his reputation, I'm a little unclear on why he isn't maybe getting, like, an upgrade into, like, actually being in competition somewhere. Like, I feel like people really like The Invisible Life, which I don't even think is his last film. I think he had something last year, too. That was, uh, 2019, and did it get an Oscar nomination, even? maybe did you see the invisible life andy i did don't think so maybe then i, I guess it probably didn't get an oscar nomination let me look it up Great. yeah this is what our listeners want talk andy. about something else for god's sake there's okay. four of us i mean um i i'm I just gonna say oh, that no.
2: i I read a spanish language interview with a preach upon where seth a cool uh when, when I was doing some research for the main comp thing, and he did does, like, briefly allude to short, shooting a short film where she describes it just like, yeah, I got a lot of, like, nature shots of, like, bugs and stuff.
1: So, uh, sure. get ready for that in the Neon film. Mm-hmm. I remember Invisible Life, like, a lot of people were talking about, like, I think it played TIFF now?
0: I mean, I think it may have, like, it, that may have been in uncertain regard, uh, i did see this i liked it I yeah it three was uh, and a half stars that's
2: all a, I got. yeah it won it won one time regards. yeah yeah yeah
1: okay yeah right I yeah i definitely remember people talking about it um yeah and maybe it was an independent spirit award that's
3: right it's like time jumpy it's like got like big time jumps
0: and stuff mm, in it and you yeah. see the characters at different ages um okay yeah, yeah. last year he had a documentary is yeah. what i'm thinking of uh they played it like tiff or something uh that might have been an indie spirit, not an Oscar movie. Yeah. Maybe. Um Yeah. There's some stuff there. Um, was there anything else in the special screenings I did mention? Um... I feel like you got to everything.
1: And he's got the bag in the back of his hand.
0: Oh, uh Shalomi who is the uh brother of, uh, Renit Elkabetz, uh, I think they, she directed, but I think, oh no, they co-directed, uh, Gat, The Trial of Vivian Amsalem, which was in, uh, director's fortnight in, uh, 2014, uh, very acclaimed, uh, sh- this is, I think, his first film since she passed away. Uh, yeah, that's the other one that I wanted to mention.
3: The one we've been waiting for. Can competition?
0: Wow. Or, uh, we're here. Which means mm-hmm. that we're going to end with Critics Week. Uh, I think strong. We just gonna go down this list. I think that's I feel, the way we're to I mean, it, yeah. yeah. I think I think we can come up with something to say about yeah, all. Yeah, we talked these. a lot about
1: most of these. Movies. Yeah,
0: right. Not I mean, most like, of them. S- there, well, a lot of movies uh, we've in. talked about at least half of them before. I
3: feel like uh, maybe mentioned. Yeah, I guess. How were your predictions? Do you have a sense of how well you did in your predictions, Jesse?
0: Uh, my I predictions not... from like right before those were pretty good. I think. Uh, there okay. were definitely some surprises, uh, um, but I feel like, I, I feel like there was kind of, like, uh, the, right before the festival there was, like, uh, kind of a buzz of, like, ooh, there's maybe gonna be, like, some real unexpected interesting stuff, and, uh, that, like, kinda... I feel like I did a good job of like not getting getting taken in and making my uh, predictions too crazy based on that. Uh, yeah. Let me see. Uh, I can go to my predictions and count uh, how many of them were are in. Where is this?
1: Should we start talking about the movies while you do this? Yeah. So the first one, uh, just going. Yeah. I guess this is the order they announced them. Um, I'm not sure. I'm just looking at the film stage list. I don't know what the order is. Uh, but Annette. Yeah. Just look at
0: this. Leo's Karox. Yeah. We've mm-hmm. talked
1: about a bunch. Um, you know, it's coming out in August. Uh, there's a trailer. I think we talked a little bit about the trailer because we talked about Golden Globe nominee. <laughs> um, yes. My God, I think it was that named now. Simon Helberg. Simon <laughs> um, Simon Helberg yes. I think, and they've
3: released, like, a song since then? Yes. The yeah. Sparks put out, the like, the opening number, which I've uh, listened to, and I think it's pretty fun.
1: Okay, yeah. I haven't listened to it Yeah, I'm trying to say... I watched the trailer, but I'm trying to say in the dark otherwise. Um, yep. Which, um... It comes out in France the same day it premieres at Cannes, which is July 6th, the first day of the festival.
2: It... Uh, will have a limited theatrical release in America August the 6th and then come out on um, Amazon Prime August the 20th. I got 14,
0: and I believe there are 24, and I I had predicted 21. Wow. Yeah. Pretty good. Not bad. Yep. Uh, The ones who I did predict and did not get in are Emmanuel Berko, who is out of competition, Arnaud de is, uh, um, in Cannes premiere, uh, Ari Folman, I have heard his film maybe could still be added to competition, uh, the, like, names I'm hearing, because, like, Fremont said, like, we probably will still add one or two more, even though it's already a big competition, I think the three big names that I've heard are If Park Chan-wook, finishes his film, and then maybe Ari Folman or, uh, Mamoru Hosoda.
1: Wow. Well.
0: Uh, and then, yeah, uh, Michelle Franco, uh, that hasn't shown up anywhere yet. Uh, I did not predict it. I, fr- I just was predicting director's name, so I didn't predict which Joanna Hogg movie would be in, but neither of them were, mm-hmm. uh. Hong Seng Su, who is in and Premier. Uh, Premier Thomas McCarthy, who is uh, out of competition, and that's it. Everyone Great. else I predicted is in. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we can keep
3: going now. Yes. Was there more to say about Annette? We feel like we've talked about it. No, that. we've yeah, talked no. about it. We're
0: well. excited okay. about Annette. We'll do yes. an episode. Uh, yes. The French Dispatch. Uh, that's coming out in October, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah that's pretty... Yes.
2: It's doing it's doing New York Film Festival and then coming out in October. Oh, you know. so they've already announced yes. it's doing New York yes, Film Festival. Yes, they said
0: yeah. okay. it, it will do New York Film Festival and then come out later that month. Yeah, I mean, the fact that it's not coming out till later in October. So makes yeah, sense. I... So, uh, yeah. Yeah they like release yeah, we'll new stills about, from it yeah we'll talk yeah. about that when it comes out i
3: think yeah we'll probably yeah i went and i i revisited french exit in the movie theater and i saw the trailer on the on the big screen and ah. i was like oh this is, this is i'm kind of excited for this one and i'm yeah, like i think it's gonna be good. i'm a little cool on anderson's live action stuff it's got like but... a
1: long name right yes it's like it's Frank, like the french, french dispatch, dispatch of the, the like Kansas, liberty
3: yeah. right yeah something like that yeah yeah. the liberty evening post uh, yeah of
1: the liberty kansas evening sun yeah
3: which uh right
1: and it's like the
3: trailer it was like it's very clear like oh this is like a bunch of vignettes like of yeah short stories i think
0: things. it's three main vignettes yeah we'll see, we'll uh, see how
3: it ends up. which cool
0: um Benedetta. yeah uh, has been supposed to be in, we've been waiting for it to be in competition For like forever. four years, yeah. Yeah, It. I mean, since 2019 I guess, uh, Verhoeven had that hip surgery that uh, pushed back post-production and then obviously last year was last year and now finally it is in competition, it can.
3: Yeah. Uh, There's a trailer out for this one now too. Yep. It looks Seems. wild. Pretty standard stuff about Sexy nuns,
0: you know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um. There it has no international distributor at the moment. One could assume yeah, it will gather. Hard one to trust. yeah. Hard
0: to believe yeah. it won't pick I mean, one up. Yeah, like uh, yeah. Sony Pictures Classics will buy it again, or like. Yeah. Neon will buy it if they don't feel like they have too much stuff. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, next uh,
1: is Andy's prediction for the Palm. Oscar Farhadi's a hero.
0: Yeah uh you know the iranian director of uh a separation is his biggest film or most acclaimed film he was last in Cannes competition with uh everybody knows with uh penelope cruz and javier bardem which was his first uh film that was not in farsi uh Yeah, I've seen a couple of his movies. I don't like either of them very much. Yeah,
1: I'm kind of mid on him also. I feel like it would be uh, not particularly what I would want for a palm winner, but, I mean, that's, like, not much. uh, I mean, it's the type of thing that
0: absolutely would win the palm, though. Yeah. Uh, Uh, It would take a lot for him to win me over.
3: Sure. I have only – I've seen The Salesman, and I saw Everybody Knows at TIFF, although it was my last movie and I was very sleepy – so I missed probably a good chunk of it mm-hmm. but um I like him a lot. I think he's really exciting. Uh, I need to see his earlier stuff that everyone is
0: that like people are more unanimous on being good uh... right. unanimous except for me. I <laughs> mean really that's like a separation and then like people really like his uh earlier stuff that wasn't released at the time like uh, sure. about Ellie and fireworks Wednesday everything right. since a separation has been kind of. Uh, this sort of consensus has been what was the one before the salesman returns. it's called either like the past or the yes east.
1: yeah yeah I, I, that's I've seen that one I've seen uh, a separation and like a separation is solid but like they're both like just not really my thing. Um, yeah. And he
0: this is he's returning to Farsi, right? Yes. Back, it's yeah. another yeah. Iranian yeah. movie. Yeah, he's returning to yeah, Farsi. This, uh he's also returning to Amazon who put out the salesman. Yeah.
2: Uh they apparently if people are thinking it's like an awards play maybe, so like sure. expect I it to mean, come out mm-hmm. later this year.
0: He won uh Best Foreign, uh, foreign film for the salesman yep. over Tony Erdman somehow. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> somehow. It's a better movie. That's <laughs> I mean that's Truly absurd.
2: Um, I just found this funny quote. It, uh, it has a sus- suspenseful plot which is being kept under wraps, tackles many contemporary issues of our modern society. <laughs> That's going to be about. love love.
3: I fucking love it when they
1: tackle contemporary issues about our modern society. Wow! Well, just the best. Someone else needs to say the title of the Francois Zone movie. Here we go.
0: It's called Everything Went.
1: Very good. Uh, Uh, Yeah, starring uh, Sophie
0: Marceau, (laughs) uh, Charlotte Rampling, Jacques Nolot is in it. Uh, Ozone's
1: someone I want to go deep on. I know the last one was supposed to be kind of mid, but...
0: Yeah, the only one I've seen is uh, his last movie that was in Cannes Competition, which is uh, Double Lover uh, with uh, Marine Vac. And uh Jeremy Renier playing double roles as a uh, twin psychologist. That's like a uh like uh like like trashy kinda of thriller that like yeah. turns a little Cronenbergy. I had fun with it, uh but yeah, he kinda just like zoots around a bunch of different genres. Uh I don't know what this one's gonna be. Yeah,
2: this one, the plot was just basically described as when Andre, an 85-year-old, has a stroke, Emmanuel hurries to her father's bedside. He ha- asks her to help him end his life.
0: Well, okay. Wow. Uh, an uplifting tale. Next yeah.
1: up, Trepiani,
0: a new Nanny Moretti movie. Yeah, I mean, this is one of the, like... There were several films that... Uh, had already announced they were going to be at Cannes. Of the films that had not technically been announced, this was like the lockiest of locks. Like yeah. every Johnny Moretti movie is going to be in competition at Cannes. Uh, uh, yeah, it's got uh, Alba Rohrwacher. Uh, he's in it. I think the title is referring to that it is about an apartment building with three floors. And boy, uh, three different know.
2: sort of, three different kind of people live in all three floors. And
1: yeah, what, what, what there's they a get little clip yeah. for it. little, mm-hmm. little teaser.
0: It looks like light. Um, oh, Margarita Bai is also back from his last film. Uh, you know, we talked about uh, The Cayman which recently. Which is like, f- solid. Yeah. Like, I, this could be that, just like I a think. nice little movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Just a solid time in the theater. Yeah, like, yeah. that's
0: what I said about, like, him when we did that episode. Is like, I right. don't really he's think he's very mainstream. Is, like, an art... Yeah, he's yeah. not, like, an art film director. Yeah. He just, like, makes nice movies that, like, if they were in English, like, everyone would go see them and they'd, you know, make $50 million on a exactly. $10 million budget or something. I mean, well, yeah, if they still made movies like that,
3: but he, uh, Right.
1: Right. <laughs> Next up yeah. is Tatane, the Julia DiCorno follow-up to Raw...
0: Yeah, Uh, Raw, which uh, won Critics Week several years ago, twenty sixteen, and I thought was fine. Uh, I have not
3: seen Raw. It seems intense. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I mean, I think it's... I feel like that was, like, oversold a little bit. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was... I feel like at TIFF, people were like, ah, people had to go to the hospital. Yeah. Okay, there's some blood. Whatever. Grow up. Uh, Yeah, grow up. This one looks kind of interesting uh, Vincent Lindon is in it uh, it's like a mystery I think I don't like the press stills I don't like the like, weird body sure. brace stuff yeah. especially the stuff on the ear it looks like it's mean, kind of gross uh, like that I find to be as upsetting as uh, Raw
2: yeah the again another movie that has it's plot like very under wraps but it seems to follow a young woman in the wake of an accident right
1: this is a neon movie they picked it up a while ago yeah they like
0: financed it i
1: think yeah Uh, Um, next up red rocket sean baker
0: Baker, starring dirt nasty which yeah i feel like was like kind of on people's radar It's like this might show up somewhere it can but people weren't really talking about it as like a competition contender yeah. probably because of uh who it stars but like you know everyone loved florida project uh, yeah. it's not like totally. Everyone, people
1: like tangerine a lot too
0: yeah but i just mean like florida project was the yes. director's Fortnite makes sense that the next step up is to be in competition yeah, yeah. and uh, i mean
2: as like as, florida project had willem dafoe but like he seems yeah, yeah. like a, a, right. a, a guy yeah. he seems like a guy who like often just like None of his movies are, like, big name-centered. They're just, like, a bunch of people he found, mostly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Uh, Yeah, I mean, I wrote that, uh, I tweeted as part of my immediate reactions that, like, the most obvious trajectory uh, of any film playing this festival is that uh, Red Rocket is going to get raved at the festival and then uh, become a film Twitter villain.
1: Yeah. We'll see. I mean, it's 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 great. Dirt Nasty, Simon Rex. It's really funny um, that he's yeah, in Yeah, I don't topic. know who that is. He's in Scary Movie 3. Sure. He used to make Vines I've with Andy that. Malinakis. Uh, we great. all know Simon Rex. Yeah, um, we don't. Okay. But, uh, what I like about you, a couple of yeah, things. Yeah, what I like you about you. <laughs> um, the, the song? No, no the Amanda Bynes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, uh, this is an yeah.
2: A24 movie.
1: Yeah. yeah, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Right, yeah. It could be yes. fine. Like, I, I feel like Florida Project is one that I was very hot on when I saw, but I just, like, don't think about it often. Um, yeah, I don't know how
0: that would hold up. I then, feel like there have been, like, some people, like, questioning, like, what his obsession with, like, chronicling sex workers is when like that doesn't seem to be a world that he actually has any knowledge of or yeah because he made in. um starlet which is he about made like, starlet um, which is about uh, a porn star but yeah. then like they're sex workers in tangerine yeah. the mom in florida project yeah. is a sex worker like i don't know we'll see um we'll see Next and then, up, yeah, the oh, lead of this, he, Simon Rex is playing a porn star. And Simon episode. Rex, I
1: believe, as Dirt nasty used to do pornography. <laughs> um,
0: okay. Um, okay. Next well, up, maybe he'll bring some more authenticity to the project. Petrov's flu.
1: Kirill Serebrennikov.
0: Yeah, this is uh, what I was referencing when I mentioned that uh, the topic oh, of uh, Russian house arrest, um, Russian house arrest, was relevant. Is that Kirill Serebrennikov, I think was maybe already under house arrest when his last movie uh leto premiered at in competition at Cannes. uh that was like kind of like a a big fun like movie about rock and roll that had like a bunch of big american and british artists on the soundtrack that uh i was always like interested in but it never got american distribution for some reason so i never saw Uh, this one sounds like it's a little more down-to-earth, uh, but, like, he's an interesting director. Yeah. Yep. It has... He's, like, someone who kind of went up through the, like, his movie before that was in uncertain regard, then he gets into competition. So is he still under
3: house arrest, or Uh, did he direct this under house arrest, or...
2: It's like it's like a weird thing where he has, like, a deferred sentence, so he can't leave Russia. So, I think the main thing is that Definitely. he can't leave Russia.
3: Mm-hmm. I
0: that see. makes sense, yeah. Um, this would be, like, this is, like, another one of the maybe, like, four to five Palm front runners. Yeah. Yeah. I would uh, say. It's been
2: described as a deadpan hallucinatory romp through post-Soviet Russia. Well,
0: okay. Sounds, love it sounds romp. vibing. Dead, yeah. It seems to be about a, a deadpan game. romp. Yeah
1: um next up france bruno dumont
0: jesse's fave yeah. <laughs> uh yeah i like dumont uh this was reportedly uh stolen at the last second from venice he like agreed in february to have this be uh at venice and then for a moment we want it uh <laughs> i have also heard that perhaps the reason that the Jury has not been announced. Is that someone from this film was going to be on the jury and they are still looking for a replacement? Oh my, uh, yeah.
1: This is, I believe, this is the one Leah said, do the poster, Yeah. yeah. Everyone
0: was going yeah. nuts for it. Uh, yeah, it looks good. It looks yeah, I'm sure fun. it'll be... I mean, it's I still like, get to see
1: Dumont, but I, I'm excited for this yeah, one. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's had, like, ten different titles. I know it was on a half-clear morning at some point. France this is much better that than that. that. It,
1: yeah, it gets yeah, across I what like it is. like
0: they both solid titles. I think <laughs> it's still it's still listed on IMDb
3: as on a half-clear morning.
0: Sure, but it's it's France now. They yeah. could always change it again, but... It'll always be France in our now. hearts. Yeah. Um,
2: It's about a celebrity Uh, journalist juggling her busy career and personal life.
0: Yeah. Next up Nitrom. Nitrat. Justin Kurtzel. This is my pick for Paul. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I was like initially like i think it is laughable to put kurtzel in competition again it's the one that made me uh, laugh when i woke
3: up and read the list i was like ha justin kurtzel that's funny
0: yeah i mean like not uh, it's not as laughable as putting sean pan in again but yes. like less predictable uh i will say i have heard that even people who don't like kurtzel generally are like kind of on board with this one I still don't really buy it, even though I like Caleb Landry Jones. This just sounds like fuck off. I mean, yeah, it's,
1: um, he, I like, I like True History of the Kelly Gang. That's the only one of his I've seen. Right. Macbeth Uh, was previously in competition. His Macbeth, which was his
0: other movie that was in competition, fucking sucks. I'm sure, it looks like a cool vibe. (laughs) Um, No, it's uh, not. I'm sure Assassin's Creed is cool.
1: Um, it's whatever. not. Assassin's Creed, so bad. So, uh, this one, Essie uh, Davis, she was in, um, I think she's been in a couple of his movies. Uh, she's in. Um,
0: she's in Kelly Gage. Yeah, she's this in Kelly Baba Duke, man.
1: Yeah. Uh, Caleb Landry Jones, like Jesse said, Anthony LaPaglia. Um, and it's about. That Tony himself? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's about uh, it's about the Port Arthur and, Mar- massacre, yes. which is yeah. a famous
2: uh, big shooting in uh, Australian history. Which yes. I've
0: heard a lot of that, like a lot of Australian people are like, we don't want to see a movie about that.
2: Okay, so then well, yeah. I did read a little article on it, and it's, it's it's like there's some stuff. There were some interesting bits in it. Like one of, one of the bits was like, he's not using any real names. Like the people aren't mm, named huh. after the people who did it, even though the movie's called okay. Nitrum and the person who did the shooting was called Martin in real life. So it's like, right? Yeah. Is that the is
3: that the shooting that prompted their like massive gun control like push in Australia? I do, I or is that do not know enough one? about okay. that history. Yeah. And the second
2: and the second yeah. thing and the second thing you said that was interesting was actually that it was like not very bloody. That he that it, he was trying to be like, it's not. Where, I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to make like a movie where I like very accurately depict, like, the shooting and everybody that got hurt and killed in it. It's yeah. more, like, it's about it, but it's not, like, directly depicting that in a way that some people might think about it.
1: Yeah, and his breakout was that movie Snowtown Um that's, like, about yeah. the, like, Snowtown murders. Um, yeah. So, I mean, look, I think it's a pretty i'm pretty i'm happy with it as my pick for palm because it's like about this big event and you know his return to competition <laughs> but um, uh next sure, up yeah. memoria yeah Pitcher Pong where's ethical
0: uh yeah which is also neon it's uh it sounds like it's his first movie that is not a thai film even though it stars tilda switten it sounds like it might be more in Spanish than English. Yeah, uh, I it, it know, seems know. The rest uh, of the Daniel Jimenez. Yes. Daniel Jimenez, uh, Cacho, who is the lead of Sama, is in it, yep. uh, as well as Jean Balibar, the French actress. Uh, the uh, press still that Neon put out looks really fucking cool.
1: It's yeah. Tilda's went in front of a big box with uh, stuff in it. Yep. Yeah, it's. Is it raining in the box? Maybe not. The There's hotness. like
3: some water or sunlight effect yeah, yeah. or something.
1: Mm-hmm. It looks cool.
2: Yeah, it looks cool. Um, I mean, this is maybe something to get at, at, at the end, but like, depending on how you think of it, this is the only South American movie in this competition. If, yes. if you want to consider uh, it that.
0: Yeah. Which is uh, sort of weird. Sort of weird. Do, do, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not great, it's not that unusual for cannes, no,
2: but it's just I don't know. there's some weirdness around it's like a very European festival, I'll say it's like there's like bits and scatterings from other places, I
0: guess yeah mm-hmm. I, guess, I
2: guess it's like European and American, I guess,
0: yes, like yeah, there's not necessarily as strong an Asian presence as there sometimes is either, yeah. yeah. Um, though you know that the balance of that would change a little bit if uh, Park Chan-wook finishes decision to leave in time, uh, or if they add the Mamoru Hosoda film, yeah. that mm-hmm. would be And it's like, didn't
2: they, well, did, what was their quota for French, I thought it, wasn't it like five? It feels like there's like 11 French movies this year.
0: Usually there have to be at least four, they usually don't go above like five or six, there's definitely more this year, but... I feel like it's somewhat in proportion to the amount more films that there are. Also, like, there's stuff where, like, the Verhoeven is in French, but he's not French, so it doesn't count. Kerox is French, but, like, the movie's in English, so that might also not count. Uh, They're weird about what is a French movie. Uh...
2: Yeah, this, I mean, this next, yeah. this next movie is in French, but, uh, not, not from film- me. Right. That's French the, filmmaker.
0: uh, Mohamed Saleh Haroon, who uh, has, yeah, who he's been in competition before, though I think not super recently, uh, he's a, uh, I think I know his nationality. He's from Chad. Look it up. That is what I was going to say, uh. Okay, uh yeah. Uh yeah. Uh he yeah, he I don't think he's had a movie in a little bit, so he's someone who like has not really been on my radar, though I knew that this movie was coming out and would probably be at can.
2: Yep. Seems to be an abortion drama (sighs) between a mother and a a daughter. Mm
0: hmm. Next movie next up. Uh yeah. Paris Paris. thirteenth district. The Jacques Odiard film. Jacques Odiard, of course, said uh, several times post-Deepon, I think especially in the kind of run-out to Sister Brothers, uh, I won the Palm already. I'm not going to do competition at can again. I'm done with that. Uh, but he is a liar.
1: Yeah, and especially like Deepon is like one of the like Palm winners where it's like no one's seen that movie. No one cares yeah. about Deepon. What right. a Bobo win. Um yes. I was he was someone I was thinking about like I can't imagine he would like win again. Um so shortly after Deep on, but uh probably not. Um, uh, I like sisters brothers a lot and I think uh a profit is pretty solid. Um
0: This could be good.
2: Yeah, it
1: was co-written by Celine uh, Skiyama.
2: Yeah, I was. Gonna yes, yeah.
0: Yeah. Noemi Merlant uh, is in just it. Just like yeah, it's just like a movie about like young people in Paris.
2: It's for young adults who chill. are sometimes friends and sometimes lovers.
1: Is that the? I mean, look, if it's a chill movie, then I'm all for it. I think yeah. so, I mean we don't need to talk too much about Sisters' Brother. We talked about it a lot when we did our Venice draft for 2018. But I think it's like a great, uh, like a gentle movie in a way that is like rare. <laughs> So, if this is like that vibe, then I, I'll be all for
2: it. Yeah. Um, IFC Films picked it up recently alongside another movie mm-hmm. we'll talk about
0: later. hmm. Well, yeah. Because uh, the... Perna put out uh, Sisters Brothers, right? Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. The Restless, Joaquin LaFosse. Uh, I think LaFosse has done both Director's Fortnite in uncertain regard. Definitely Director's Fortnite. And his movies are always, like, pretty well-liked uh, and play other festivals. So I think he, he like, kind of came on to the radar late as, like, someone who was, like, oh, he might finally get into competition with this one. And everyone was like, yeah, that makes sense that he'd show up. Uh, and then he did. Yeah. Uh, Another one of my, fa- like, favorite,
2: like, short descriptions of Damien and Layla, a couple in love as they battle with his bipolar disorder. That's all that is shown. Well, mm-hmm.
0: next up Catherine Corsini. Uh, La Fracture. Yeah. Uh, she's made a bunch of movies. I don't remember. She's maybe been in competition before. Not in a little bit, at least. Uh, but yeah. People like Corsini. Yeah. I feel like she's maybe been in competition at Venice somewhat recently. Uh, yeah, anything to say about this Amelia? Uh, uh,
2: it's a, it, a the the plot was weirdly described. It's like about a, cu- a, a couple of two women who like break up, who are like breaking up while in a hospital. But then there's also like a demonstration by hospital workers outside. So then mm. there's like a protest, and it's like it seems like a movie with a lot going on
0: yeah uh, yeah oh valeria bruni tedeschi is in it uh <laughs> yeah she's good in uh slack bay the last two months it was in competition and she's in uh she has that little tiny role in sunshine In. uh yeah next up walking is... Trier, the worst yeah. place in the world the movie uh-huh. jesse has said
1: is, uh, was about me before <laughs>
0: Did I? Yes. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, okay. I can imagine saying that. I mean, the bit that I did when uh, Frimo announced it was that it sounded like he was calling Joaquin Trier the worst person in the world. Yeah. Uh, um, but That's what I'm yeah, excited uh, for. Um, yeah, I think the only Trier I've seen is Thelma, Okay. which was his most recent yeah. movie, which I think just like came out in norway and then played tiff uh he was last in Cannes competition with a english language movie with uh isabel who painted jesse eisenberg yeah which wasn't especially well liked uh that was a year where like there were a lot of like english language debuts by international auteurs like i know the lobster was that year uh but I feel like there were two or three others. Uh, um, and lo- the, the lobster was maybe, like, the only one that really hit. Uh,
1: uh, Oslo, August
0: 31st, uh, I really yeah. like a lot. Oh, you've um, seen that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, cu- right, and that's also the deep year, of course.
1: And then, um, yeah, Worst Person in the World, it has... Um, am I wrong? Does this one have Andrews Danielson yeah, Lee also? Yeah, he's okay. back. Yeah, uh-huh. and he's the star of uh, also August 31st and he's like I think he's a really uh-huh. exciting actor and uh, we'll talk about him
0: obviously uh-huh. with
1: Bergman Island but uh yeah I think this one could be really cool
0: <laughs> oh yeah when I'm saying that there were other uh English language films by uh international tours uh, that wasn't Sorrentino's first English language film but he returned to English language films with youth, youth. and then there is uh the The Matteo Garoni, Tale of Tales, which is in English and is okay. And then uh, I believe the Michelle Franco movie is in English because it stars uh, Tim Roth. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's like chronic Chronic. or whatever? Yeah, Yeah. I remember hearing about this, yeah. David Dasmalkian's in in a different Uh, one. Yeah. Anything about this one? I think the new Franco is in French, if I recall. Or maybe it's also in
2: uh, uh the the plot description uh, was also vague for this one. It's just like woman trying to figure out her life. Out her life. she's yeah, maybe she's yeah. the worst person in the world. Maybe society's the worst person in the world.
1: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> um next up, compartment number six, kuho Kuosmanen.
0: Yes, the Finnish director who I believe his last film, uh the Happiest day in the Life of Olimaki, one uncertain regard so like oh a, uncertain that that was yeah that was his first uh, that was his first film actually but the uh the um you know winning uncertain regard to being in competition uh, pipeline is not uncommon like uh, force majeure to the square comes to mind uh, but i'm sure there's other ones that i'm not immediately thinking of uh I think this is based on a novel, uh, but I don't know much about the novel.
2: As a train weaves its way up to the Arctic Circle, two strangers share a journey that will change their perspective on life. So it's a bit of a train drama. We love
0: trains. Some perspective change
3: and always exciting to see in a movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, maybe. (laughs) Um, then we have the only, uh, debut film... I'm almost certain in competition. Uh Nabil Ayush, uh a Moroccan Moroccan director. Uh, it is I am a liar. It is not a debut film. You're uh, just like Jacques Audiard. Yes.
2: Yeah. Uh it's the first Moroccan movie to play can since nineteen sixty two. Yes. Wow, that's crazy.
0: And I think the first one ever to be in competition. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it seems to be like I think I think Ferno said that, and I think I'd also heard.
2: Yeah, seems young people uh, seeking an outlet through hip hop in Casablanca in Morocco is
0: right. See
2: what it be, seems to be about. Yeah, seems like yeah, that could be fun.
1: Next up, this is Jesse's pick: uh, Nadav lapide's Ahed's Knee. We talked a yeah. lot about synonyms.
0: Yeah, which I think is bad. I feel like I like kind of came around when we were talking about it, but like since then have been like, no, it's just bad. never movie rules. Uh, yeah, but this new movie, uh, Ahed's Knee, uh, is about a filmmaker, I think, yeah. who's like, embedded in a war.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Israeli filmmaker throws himself... Into two battles doomed to fail. One against the death of freedom and the other against the death of a mother.
1: Yeah, Not his sure, mother, a yeah. mother. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, I would never predict that a movie that I think will be good will win a major award. Uh, <laughs> sure. But maybe this will surprise me. Congrats on that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, he mean, won. Thank yeah, we you. said he won Very the. Much, he, Synonyms won the bear, uh, twenty nineteen. Yep. Um, yeah. A movie I also think uh, is very good.
0: So yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, next up uh, though, drive my car. Reese uh, How by, yeah. Can I past kick it? Guest. Guess. Yes. Past guest.
1: Really crazy to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. One of my uh, uh, best anticipated... friends. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, one of my most anticipated films in competition. Uh, This is, uh, yeah, it was, like, announced. I feel like when this was announced in January as, like, it's coming out this summer, like, no one even knew Wheel of Fortune and Fantasy existed. And then Wheel of Fortune and Fantasy was announced for Berlin, and people were like, oh, did that get mistranslated? Is it, like, shooting over the summer? But nope also coming out this summer he's got another movie uh this one's a three hour long uh murakami adaptation uh i'll bet it's been a rule yeah um
1: i still haven't seen happy hour but he hamaguchi is oh, like yeah. two for two for me like really love wheel of fortune and fantasy uh really love the saka one and two this one just mm-hmm. it, there's like no way it's bad <laughs> um really cool that he just has two come out this yep. year I'd, I'd really like to see it this year if I can it um, seems to be
2: about next up, though. a road trip oh go ahead say, it seems to be about a road trip a theater director who's like putting on a production of Uncle Banya somewhere wow so, uh, lots of different elements every single article I
0: found it had a lot of details yeah. about the car in which the road trip w- takes place <laughs> which was weird huh i mean one i'm looking at the actors one of them is in uh the wind rises uh as honjo uh, and that seems to be like i'm seeing if like any of them have worked with it it looks like several of them are like uh have worked as voice actors Mm -hmm. uh one of them is on the soundtrack to weathering with you uh wow seems like an interesting cast yeah uh, yeah nice Cullen, you got
3: so ramped up and then well no we please deflate you. let's go <laughs> bergman
1: island baby it's here mm-hmm. trailer out looks great <laughs> poster out terrible poster but bergman <laughs> island's here it's the the year of the Bergman Island. Mia Hansen Love, She's back, baby. Yeah. Tim Roth, I mean, Mickey I've, Creeps, I've the dream team great. you've been waiting for. It looks so I've good. Heard the trailer's really good. incredible, I think. Uh, yeah. Mia Vasakasko. Uh, I've Danielson only seen Lee. the
0: stills from that trailer where they have their the actors' names in that yeah. weird font. Uh, but yeah, uh it's probably very good. There was like weird stuff where like it sounded like maybe it had gotten turned down by Venice. And people were starting to get a little worried about it. Uh, Never, but once. then like yeah, uh, I it's I, my worries have mostly been. You a don't switch. doubt the queen. Uh, she don't miss. Uh, it sounds like it was going to be at Berlin before they went uh, virtual, and then it pulled out, uh, and they got this can slot. So
1: great. everything worked out for. Can slot culture is real. <laughs> um, <laughs> next up, <laughs> Emilio's pick for the Palm, the story of my wife, yeah. Itiko
0: and Yeti. Who, yeah, who won uh, the Palm d'Or, not the Palm d'Or, the Golden Bear a few years ago with uh, On Body and Soul. Right. Yes, I have seen that. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, and she also, she won the Camera d'Or, uh, the friend, the Can, award for best first film uh, I think in the 80s for, uh, my 20th century uh, mm-hmm. and yeah I feel like there was definitely buzz that, yeah, 1989 there was definitely some buzz that like, maybe this will be a Cannes movie and then I was hearing maybe Venice this year but, uh, ended up being at Cannes, uh it's another Lea Seydoux movie I feel like I guess we mentioned she's in the Wes Anderson. Is there even a fourth one? There might. Maybe not. Be.
2: Hmm. Uh-huh. It might just be those three.
0: Yeah, I think it's just the three. There's like several other movies in the lineup. Uh, I mean, she's in the, de- like she did the Death.
2: She's in the Death which is a. Uh, oh right,
0: part, which, yeah. which is in uh, Cannes premieres. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but yeah, she is. The titular wife. Yes.
2: It seems to be. It's like about a ship captain. And uh, he is reminiscing. He is like nervous that his wife is cheating on him. But apparently, the reason he married his wife was due to a bet. Right.
0: Yeah, this is like the log line that I had heard was like a guy bets his friend that he'll marry the next woman that walks into a bar. And it's Lea Sado,
1: I mean, look. That's a. uh, Bet it all on black and you win, baby.
0: (laughs) Uh huh. All right. And then that's it. Uh, Andy, uh, reach back into the grab bag. Uh oh. I'm being given an index card. (laughs) And it says, we've got to talk about Sean Penn.
3: Wow. Sean Penn made another movie. Is this. Has he made more
0: than one feature? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's made plenty. I mean, like the movies before. Uh, the Last Face like some of them are supposed to most of them are supposed to be fine some people even like some of them he made like right. a Jack Nicholson movie he directed uh, Into the Wild which I've seen oh and sure that sucks, that's like yeah it's,
1: I was going to say it's fine but um, uh, he did the crossing bad. guard I with did Jack just Nicholson type,
0: uh, yeah I did just type Sean Peen into Very uh, fun. IMDB he also did The
1: Pledge with Jack Nicholson Right, Sean um, Penn
0: is of course the second lead in uh, the Sean Baker movie.
1: Okay, um, yeah, Into the Wild, Last Face, and now Flag Day. It's flag Day, yeah. it is about Josh yes. Brolin.
2: Yeah, it's about the daughter of a con artist struggles with his father's past. Who would you like to guess plays the con artist?
0: Um, Could it be Sean Penn? Who do
2: you think plays the daughter?
0: Could it be uh, Sean Penn's daughter? That is correct. Dylan yes. Pat uh, <laughs> This feels like it could be a real Andy movie. It's yeah. got uh, Norbert Leo Norbert Butts. Butts uh, oh. Jess Butterworth co-wrote it. Jess Butterworth co-wrote it? Oh,
3: God. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Well, unfortunately uh-huh. to, uh, uh-huh. to get some ex- ex- exciting... Uh-huh. Yeah. Miles Tower um, in it. Unfortunately, <laughs> I have no idea mean... what to stand. Uh, Sean Penn. <laughs> <laughs> I love the last no, face. No. I mean, well, that is that is interesting because like Norbert Leo Butts, like... Has like had some personal tragedies in his life where he's like, I won't sign up to like do any projects that like have like have certain like types of or levels of violence in them. I think so. That does sort of intrigue me about like what what was in the movie that like uh, that Norbert Leo Butts was like ready to sign up.
0: Um, mm-hmm. uh, oh, it's based on like a true story that like the book was written by the daughter,
3: sure. Uh... Um, Sean Penn, of course, uh was at the Golden Globes and really looked terrible. No, like, what? He
1: looked so good. It
3: was like I'm concerned for Sean Penn's he health. He wasn't like uh, uh, levels of a, like
1: a rotten basketball. He looked fine. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um yeah. So that's I mean that's the main thing. I was like, I'm concerned for Sean Penn's health. Uh, but uh, yeah, he
0: didn't look like a, a old I sunburn. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm concerned. I'm just like, we can let Sean Penn be. Yeah, he th- totally doesn't look like sure. he got a skin graft
2: from Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he
1: uh, he shaved off all his hair and decided it was a bad look, so glued like a handful of it back on.
3: <laughs> right, yes. He certainly yeah didn't look like he was wearing a Sean Penn mask on top of <laughs> yes, his face
1: <yeah>. already. <laughs> He wasn't like, you know, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio exploding out of his skin in Men in Black. Uh, He just looked fine and normal, like a human. Uh, Happy to have him back in Can competition. Hopefully he wins the bomb.
3: (laughs) Maybe this one won't be one of the worst movies ever made, which, uh, you know, the last one I've heard is, perhaps. Um, Apparently
2: another one of his uh, children is also in it. Yes. Hopper sure. Pen.
0: <laughs> what? Hopper point? And, oh, his name is his name is Hopper Jack Pen, named after both Dennis Hopper and Jack Nicholson. Oh wow, God, cool man, <laughs> great Sean, and great work. Great.
1: <laughs> um, great. Do we have anything I else so to say about this? Yourself, Sean. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bag is being ripped to shreds, <laughs> and I'll never be used again flying
3: oh, okay. away
0: i can't get yes. it! i can't it's, get it it's wait flying no away. isn't there one more thing in the
1: bag yeah i pulled it out and then it oh, flew okay. away and
0: then the bag flew away yeah. Okay. yeah we all saw the bag fly away okay <laughs> why are we saying it we all saw it no i i saw the end of the bag flying away because uh, i was on my internet browser but then i went back to zoom but now i've seen the bag fly away it's great what's the last thing andy it's uh Critics Week. Everyone's Yeah, favorite what else could section. we end with? Uh yeah. I forgot that we had to do this.
1: <laughs> I was like, what a way to end the episode
0: Yeah. Um Uh there's a movie the only director <laughs> that I've heard of is uh Son, i mean it's not supposed to be directors you've heard of it's, yeah it has to be first or second film so the one that i've heard of is uh sandra and Kieberlein, uh the actress uh who uh f- i think she uh, funny enough i think that her her daughter made her first movie last year uh suzanne lindon wow uh and i think those two movies share an actor uh but yeah. Uh and then uh there's uh a movie called uh Zero Fucks Given which tragically does not star Joe Pera, Yeah. Uh, but it does star uh Adele Exarchopoulos. Uh She make a great pairing with uh Joe Pera. We could get uh, Joe
1: Pera in more movies that are like in festivals. <laughs> yeah.
0: We yeah, we have power. We have. Yeah, the can we. I it we yeah, we're gonna we're gonna call up uh seong yeah, Right, and say, hey, I got the just the guy. That'd be <laughs> a great pairing, <laughs>
3: honestly. I yeah. think so. I think they'd find a lot yeah. of uh, to do with each other. Yeah.
0: Um, should be in a Hong Kong yeah. movie. Uh, I mean, the hey. Sure. Yeah, that sounds phenomenal. The opening film. <laughs> Constance Meyers. Oh, no. Boss. Yeah, it's got... The, like, Stars Gerard Depardieu. Tra- Depardieu. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm. They should have just thrown him into the Sean Penn movie.
1: That would have been so funny.
0: Yeah. Uh, an aging... Oh, Jesus. An aging and disenchanted film star gets a new assistant... In the form of a young female security officer. Oh, uh, what a note to end on! Yeah, um. yeah with that, uh, you can follow us uh, <laughs> on Twitter at <laughs> ticket. You can follow us on Letterboxed at uh, C I K I Pod. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at. JP GlickWeber or also on letterboxd uh and yeah uh keep track of that twitter uh to see when i'm going to be doing my uh instagram lives where i eat a bunch of berries uh we're going to try to find uh, a regular weekly time slot but uh, it's kind of moving around right now great great uh i'm andy you can find me
3: online uh, at Andy T. Germ on Twitter, Flutterbox, etc. Uh, if you like the show and like what we're doing, uh, feel free to send us some money. You can do that on Ko-fi, dot ficom slash cani, C-A-N-N-E-S-I. Uh, anything you want to give, deeply, greatly appreciated. Um, plug. Uh, oh, I saw Cruella. Cruella's very fun. Recommend Cruella.
0: Fuck off. If Colin. you, uh, donate money to our coffee, then, uh, maybe we'll, uh, buy the distribution rights to the, uh, Gerard Depardieu, uh, movie, and, uh, and bury, bury the, bury it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm glad, actually, on everything, C-L-A-T-C-H-L-E-Y. The day we're recording this, uh, the best news that could have come out came out, and that's, of course, that, uh, I think you should leave season two premieres July 6th. Mm-hmm. Um, so my plug's going to I think you should leave watch it you can watch it so many times by July 6th it's so good um, yeah. Amelia. sure my name's Amelia. you can follow me
2: where can people follow me do I want people to follow me that's an interesting thing to think about let's just say that our theme song is by Tree Related and you can find them at soundcloud.com slash Tree Related or search Tree Related on Spotify he makes good music you should check it out
0: Alright, uh, breaking news, uh, Kyle Schwarber is leading off for the Nationals today, and with that I will go ahead and release our audience.
4: I hate Bye. the winter, Bye. can't stand the cold, I tend to cancel all the plans, sorry, I can't make it. but when the heat comes, something takes a hold, can I kick it, yeah. I can't.